0: Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back this beautiful Wednesday morning with Miki Addison. I'm so glad you've decided to join us again. If you missed our episode on Monday, go back and listen to that because Miki is such an encouragement to me. Uh, We're talking about some things that, you know, I, I, I think we live in a society today where people sometimes don't want to hear truth, we before we jumped on to record, Miki got to see that Garrett has a T-shirt, and his T-shirt says "Super Spreader of Truth," <laughs> and um, and I love that T-shirt because that is what we do here at the Schoolhouse Rock podcast, and it is what Miki and Will the Great and her husband do. You know, we want to speak truth, and so sometimes it's hard to hear the things that maybe culture is not speaking truth about. Um, and, and I think the church is one of those things. And I think that for us as homeschool families, we want our kids to know truth. We want them to be encouraged only by the truth of the word of God. Amen. You, you talked a little bit about, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter what we say about things. It doesn't matter our opinion, even as parents, our opinion does not matter if it's not backed up by scripture. That's right. And so that's why it's so important for us to know scripture and to study God's word and um I think as homeschool moms it's hard sometimes, you know, especially when we're homeschooling and we've got our kids with us all the time and we're tired and there's so many demands on our life. It's hard to find time to really study God's word. So, mm-hmm. let's let's talk about that for a little bit because I would love to know from you, you know, what do you do? How do you study because you are very knowledgeable about God's word. Um, how do you study the Bible? How, what is your time with the Lord look like? And, and, and how do you continue to grow in your relationship with him?
1: Mm, I really appreciate that question because um, it forces me to remember and to be real about the struggle that it is to spend time with the Lord. So in order for me to um, really have a productive day, I've got to be up before anybody else. Yeah. With the exception of Will the Great. I mean, he is an <laughs> early riser. Like just through and through, he is an early riser. I am an early riser of necessity. Right. Like I have to get up now. And so it's a new world for me.
0: Wait, but, wait, wait. Now um, what's explain early? Is early like 3 a.m or like 6 a.m.
1: Well the the earliest that it has been for me has been about 3 30. <gasps> oh my um, Yeah. And so, but on a regular basis, now this is what I mean when I say early on a regular basis, it is my alarm goes off at four, but I snooze probably like two cycles. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Like I'm I'm snoozing two. And so then that means that I'm getting up, but if I, if I'm getting up too late, then it's not, it's not going to be good. So I actually have to have a conversation with myself in the morning (laughs) that you're going to regret this if you don't. So go ahead and get up now, you know, um, so in the morning, I'm studying the word of God and my relationship with the Lord has changed so much. It used to be, um, so one of my favorite pastimes was just to take my Bible into a coffee shop and just to sit and read. I love reading books. I love reading the word of God and studying. I, I ask questions when I read the word of God, not, um, to be nerdy, but because mm-hmm. I want to know, like there are, there are certain words that grab my attention that I'm just like, why the use of that word? Why that? That's really interesting. And so then I might do a word study on that and just kind of drill down um, just as the Holy Spirit is leading. But now as I've um, had children and they have grown and they have um, matured, my studying is not only for me, but it's also for them. So as we walk through and study um, various books of the Bible, I am studying it ahead of time to be ready to teach it to them and to have discussions around it. So I have a series of um, family notebooks that I've gone through um, where when we are studying through a particular book of the Bible, um, they're my handwritten notes. They're my handwritten cross references and things like that. And I just do this because I love writing things down. I'm just kind of built that way. Mm-hmm. And um, recently a friend of mine said, um, she goes, Miki, I hope that you plan to leave those notebooks to your children. Oh. Like I, I hope that you think about what they will do with them. And I was like, you know, I hadn't thought about that. Like that that had never occurred to me. But now, even in my study of the word and the way I'm taking notes to teach them, I'm thinking differently. I'm thinking of them using these books almost as manuals, hopefully, um, with their own children, yeah. maybe, you know? And so that that really is in a nutshell what I'm doing. I'm studying, I'm feeding to be able to feed them. Amen. And, um, you know, it's, it's what we do as moms. A lot of times the things that we just did, you um, because we had a lot of free time and we enjoyed doing it, we still try to do those things. And I don't want to equate the word of God to anything else that we would imagine. But the way we do it changes because of our family. This is us um, understanding that to the unmarried woman, you know, her cares are of the Lord and how she might please him. But to the married woman, her cares are of her husband and how she might please him. And so, which by the way, that was a major adjustment for me. Yeah, um, Thank God for his word that he doesn't leave us to just try to figure it out. He tells us, what our focus should be. And so the same thing with children. We start having children. You realize that um, not only are you feeding yourself, but you're feeding them. You're actively training them and pouring into them. And so that's really a lot of what, what my days look like. Um, they, they look like getting up early enough to be able to study and to read. Um, I like to read books. So I have to try to get that done before before anybody else is awake. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't, they think that my kids think that if I'm reading a book, it's doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it's, it's like almost it's they're sort of like, you know, well, because you're not busy. Right, you know, right, right. Reading a book is not, I mean, that's not anything. You know?
0: You're just lounging around.
1: You're just lounging around. So I can talk to you about whatever I want, you know, yeah. but now if they're reading a book, they're fully engaged right. and it's work for them, you know? But if I'm reading a book, it's because I have all this time, you know? Right,
0: right, so. right. And if you have free time yeah. enough to read a book, then you certainly have free time to do all the things that they want you to do for them.
1: Exactly, Right. yes,
0: yes.
1: <laughs> Let's take a quick break, we'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course,
0: and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back with Miki. Uh, You know, before the break, we were talking about just spending time with the Lord and what that looks like. And, you know, you always hear the silly, um, analogy of, you know, if you're on an airplane, you got to put your oxygen mask on first before you can put it on your child. But it really is true. And it's the same with studying the word of God and, and being able to teach it to our kids. Mm-hmm. If we're not in God's word ourselves, it's impossible to teach it to them. Now we can study it with our kids. And I think that's important, you know, mm-hmm. um, obviously that's important to do that, but we also need to be spending time in God's word alone Amen. and, and really digging in. And, and I'll tell you, I'm, you know, I have shared many times on the podcast, how much I struggled in school growing up. One of the reasons for that is I am a extraordinarily slow reader. I'm a very, very slow reader, but I love to read. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, I'll hear people, you know, they'll be like, I read a book and I read it in three days. I'm like, it took (laughs) me like three months to read that book. right?" (laughs) And it was really good. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But it's the same way for me as I read the Bible. And part of the reason, it's not because I can't read. I'm actually a really good reader. It's because my brain is going in five million different directions, and yeah. so I'll read something, and then my brain just goes la 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 yeah. and I think about something else, and I have to bring myself back. Okay, what did I just read? I've got to yeah. read it again, and it frustrates me. But the, at the same time, I'm like, okay, I'm committed, no matter how long it takes me. And so I'm reading through the Bible right now. I'm, I'm in the book of Jeremiah, and I feel mm-hmm. like I've been parked in Jeremiah forever, mm-hmm. um, but it's okay because I don't feel like it's a race. I don't feel like I have to impress anyone yes, with saying, Larry. you know, I read through the whole Bible in a year. Now, praise God for people who can do that right? and really grasp it. I know lots of people, Garrett is one of those people, he can read and he usually takes about a year and a half to read through his Bible and then he starts back over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a very fast reader and he has incredible comprehension. I am um, the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. And so it takes me a long time, but the time that I spend with, the Lord each morning is so sweet. And and I'm like you, I have to get up before the rest of my family gets up when the house is quiet and there are no distractions because right. as soon as that first person is up, it's all over. I yes. can't concentrate. Yes. Uh, it just doesn't had, work for me.
1: I've got a little one that is, um, and especially with the time change now, since it's brighter outside oh. when it's still early. Yeah. Um, and he's five and he's Sam Witt and he just... I, I don't know. As soon as his eyes open, he's not looking for the other side of the pillow. He, right. He's just like, "Oh, it's time. Oh, I'm up." And and it's amazing that the dynamic almost immediately changes as soon as those little feet come around the corner and he's a hider. Like he'll come he'll kind of peek around and and I can I can feel him. Right. You know what I mean? like I yes. know someone there, you know. And I'm like, okay, well, here we go. We're doing it. The day has started. Like here yeah. it is, you know. <laughs> signal that the time is over, hon. You got to move on, you know.
0: <laughs> you need to get some of those, um, you know, like nighttime curtains for his room, the, 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 yes. the light blocking curtains. That's right. I really I do need that. Yeah, you really do. He'll sleep till like noon because he'll have no <laughs> idea that it's light outside. <laughs> Won't that be great? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. I want to go back to discipleship. And we're talking about studying the word of God. We're talking about discipling our kids. And you talked in the first episode about how God has given you six individual kids. Every kid is so different. Obviously you've got six of them and you see how different each one of them are. How do you, as a mom, find the time to meet the individual spiritual needs of each of your children And, and be able to just kind of hone in on their spiritual needs. Cause that's, I find that to be hard with two kids. I imagine that way. Now I know your youngest is a baby, um, but so with, with the five olders who you're truly discipling their hearts right now, and even your little one, I know I'm sure you're getting into that phase with him. um, How do you focus on each of them individually? Cause I know a lot of homeschool moms have a really hard time knowing how to balance multiple kids that way.
1: It's really difficult. I will just say that outright. And there are times that I'm just not sure that I'm executing it. Well, I rely on the Lord. I rely mm-hmm. on um, the Holy Spirit to lead me. Um, I rely on the discernment that God gives me um, to be able to have a sense that there is something that's off, something that's wrong. Um, I listen very closely when they're speaking. And then also, I want to say, and this is so important, and, and I'm, I'm very grateful I am not shaping their character alone. Uh, Will the Great is, he's in the thick of it with me. And so we are observing them together as we have different functions and activities that they have to go to. Um, Some of them are doing different things. Some of them are doing things where they are together as we're transporting them. Um, But we take those times as productive times. So those are times where we get to um, have conversations with them. And that's the time where you don't want to waste it. You really want yeah. to be listening. You really want to hear what they're saying and you want to respond. And so that's why that's why we take the opportunity. like if I'm even if I'm just gonna to run to the store, I may take one with mm-hmm. me, sometimes two or three, but I try for just one um, because it's a different dynamic and you get to hear a little more um, from that person if than if you had more than one kid. And so really there's prayer that's happening while I'm listening and I ask questions. Mm-hmm. I try not to be overly expressive um, and and so shut down the right. conversation. You know, I try to just listen. Um, and then also I will say, um, spiritually speaking, I try to remember that I was not and am not a perfect person.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I try to realize that my children are growing in their relationship with the Lord. They have professed Christ. The big three have professed Christ. And so they are growing in their knowledge of God. They're growing in their relationship with God. And so I've learned that as we have these conversations with them, that even the things that they have questions about or their frustration over their own sin, I've got one kid who really is a perfectionist and she um even in her relationship with the Lord, you know, she's like, um, always second guessing herself, always mm. feeling like, well, I just shared this one piece of information, but I didn't say everything that I was thinking. Is that a lie? Did <laughs> I leave like, and so, so with and with that, I'm trying to encourage resting in the sufficiency of Christ that you are not going to execute perfectly and praise God that that is not how you're saved but you are saved because of the perfect one. And Amen. so you can rest in him and, and and then you've got to try to find the balance because you don't want to you don't want to be an advocate for like this sloppy relationship where you just do whatever and you and you fall back on grace, but at the same time the holy spirit allows you to see that you've got a kid who may be beating himself or herself up because yeah. they, you know, didn't think this way or didn't consider. And like, is that bad? Like, am I, does it, you know? And, and so all of these things you try to walk through and, and, and with the same gentleness yet, um, unwavering approach that the Lord uses with us, Mm -hmm. the truth is the truth. So we're never going to sugarcoat that, but we're also going to apply that with the right amount of pressure um, to meet the need. And and what is the need? The need is repentance, if yeah. that's in fact the need, encouragement, if that's in fact the need. But I I I have to say, and I man, I, I never want it to be a throwaway. I say this and I mean it sincerely. I desperately rely on the Holy Spirit of God yeah. who indwells me. I there are things that when I'm listening to our children, I just will have a strong sense that. I need to drill down there. Let me ask another question or let me get some clarity. And and then that one question will lead to sort of like a wellspring of information that, you know, deepens our relationship, but affords me an opportunity for active, real-time discipleship.
0: Yeah. We were just talking a little while ago about Ginger Hubbard, um and she has her wise words for moms and she's one who I've really learned from her to ask heart probing questions. You know, yes. she talks about that all the time. That is one of the most important things we can do in our parenting is not just telling our kids and preaching to them yes. what needs to be done, but getting down and deep into their heart and really trying to understand who they are, what their struggles are, what the Lord's doing in their life, you know, where their hurts are. Because if we don't ask questions, most kids, you've got the talkers, mm-hmm. but I would say most kids are not going to just open up. That's right. But it's surprising when you start truly asking those heart probing questions, how much they will open up yes. and really say, oh, you know, yeah, because because it forces them to actually think through what it is that they're feeling, what their struggles are, what their joys are. You know all the things that they're dealing with because our kids are dealing with a lot today. Yes,
1: they our are. Our kids
0: are burdened more yes. more so than I was as a kid. That's for sure. There's so wow. much swirling around them right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, it's like we can't we can't even go to the grocery store without you know flashing you know neon signs of sin all that's around right. us. That's right. It's so hard. And and how are our kids processing? All that's going on in the world today. And so no one's gonna ask. And and it is one of the greatest benefits and joys of homeschooling. Yes. Is that no one else is gonna ask these heart probing questions to our kids. No teacher in the world can know our kids as intimately as we do to ask those questions. That's right. And so that's that's where we come in. You know, that's where mom and dad step in and say, you know what? We're gonna figure this out together. We're gonna, and, and it doesn't even have to be struggles. It could just be their joys. You know, what That's are you right. joyful about today? What's the That's Lord doing right. in your heart? What is he teaching you through his word? What are you and your friends talking about, you know, today? As a matter of fact, this this is such a blessing. Um, you know, we went to the HSLDA conference. You and I were there together a few yes. months ago and there were a few girls who Brooklyn met and one of the girls, the Lord put it on her heart to start Um, kind of a a virtual Bible study just through FaceTime with, I think, three of the other girls. And so she invited Brooklyn to be part of that. And it has been such a blessing to her because she actually has some kind of accountability to these other girls. And they all have decided together that they're going to hold each other accountable for reading their Bibles every day. And they're talking about the things that they're, they're dealing with and they're praying for each other and they're studying God's word together. And it's Just such a sweet thing. And so it's fun to be able to talk to her, you know, what did you guys talk about tonight and what, you know, not that she, you know, has to give me every single detail, but, um, man, it's so exciting just to watch our kids grow, watch them struggle even, and be able to be Mm -hmm. the ones who get to be in that struggle with them and help guide them through it. So,
1: amen. and that's so insightful because that's what we're doing. We are preparing them to live in this world.
0: Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we are out of time again, but we will be back tomorrow to conclude this conversation with Miki Addison. Miki, tell us again, it's airing the Addisons, not meet the Addisons. (laughs) That sounds like a TV show. Meet the Addisons.
1: Um, Catchy theme music.
0: Right. Yes. Garrett will do the theme music for you. (laughs) He'll even film it for you.
1: (laughs) I would love it. I
0: would love it. Oh, it can be a reality show about the Addison family.
1: Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Follow us on our woes and our ups and downs.
0: (laughs) Oh, that would be so much fun. Um, Where can people find out more about you?
1: Um, If people go to AFR.net, they can find the podcast there. They can download it. They can listen to the show live two to three central standard time. If you go to AFR.net.
0: All right. And we'll put those links in the show notes as well. You guys, thank you for listening to the podcast today or for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, um, It is such a blessing to us that you choose to spend part of your day with us. There are thousands of other podcasts that you could be listening to, and you've chosen to listen to this one, and it's such, uh, such an encouragement when we hear from you, when we know how this podcast is impacting you. One of the best things that you can do to help spread the message of the podcast and the message of homeschooling and therefore the message of the gospel is to leave a review for the podcast. If you would take a few minutes to do that, we would greatly appreciate it. That really, really helps to get the word out and um, just get it into more people's hands. So thank you for joining us. We will be back with you tomorrow. We will be back with Miki tomorrow and conclude our conversation. Have a great rest of your afternoon. Bye.